Coming up on this week's Planet Japan, we'll find out who's going to make you mind your manners on the train, and we'll meet Planet Japan's brand new co host. Stay tuned for episode 131. Go ahead, stab me. I dare you. Direct from Okayama City in the heartland of Japan, it's yet another episode of Planet Japan with Amy and Doug. Join them as they guide you through the wacky and the whimsical, the weird and the wonderful, from everyone's favorite planet, from sea to shining sea. It's time for another exciting adventure. And now, here's Amy and Doug. So, Junko, true or false? Okay. The lyrics to the famous song Louie Louie are really dirty. True. They're, they're filthy. True, true, true. No, of course they're not dirty. <laughs> <laughs> However, as、uh, many people are aware, the, the rumor that swept the nation back、uh, in the 70s and 80s, even to this day,、okay. people believe that the lyrics to Louie Louie are、uh, sexually risque. Is it? No, they're not. But it took the FBI 30 months to discover that they were not、Or、dirty. Or CIA? No, the FBI actually、oh, okay. investigated it back in the 60s when、uh, they got an irate letter from an、uh, uptight parent、hmm. who, who was shocked to hear that the words were indeed filthy. Now, of course, the problem was、uh, the words were indecipherable. And we're going to play a little bit、uh, so people can see for themselves. Okay, let's listen to just a little bit right now. What do you think? Could you understand the words?、Mm-mm. Of course not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you what they say. Okay. And then I'm going to tell you what、uh, some people thought they said. Sure. Okay. Basically, it's just a song about a guy, a sailor, who's talking to a bartender named Louis、oh, okay. about、uh, his lost loves. Oh. Yeah. He says, Louis, Louis, me gotta go. There's some good English grammar right there、mm-hmm. for you. I've got to go.、Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you, Junko. You're much, welcome. That's much better than me gotta go.、Uh-huh. Yeah. The lyrics go A fine little girl, she wait for me, me catch a ship across the sea. I sailed the ship all alone, I never think I'll make it home. Now, there's nothing wrong with those. No. No, but here's what、uh, a lot of people thought they said Louis Louis, grab her way down low. A fine little bitch, she waits for me, she gets her kicks on top of me. Each night I take her out alone. She ain't the kind I lay at home. Da 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 da. Well, there you go. <laughs> anyway, apparently somebody started this rumor a long time ago. Yeah. As just kind of a joke. Oh. To, to make people annoyed. To make parental types and authority figures annoyed. Hmm. And it worked. It did. Now, the interesting thing about it was back in the 60s and the 70s, this was like way before the internet. Yeah. But this rumor just caught fire and. You could have gone around the country. Any, any kid you talked to in those days would have told you, oh, yeah, I heard those lyrics are really dirty. And I wonder why this song is not so famous in Japan. 
Well, I don't know. I, have to, I think after we, we play it on the show tonight, it's going to catch fire. It's a cool song. Mm-hmm. It's been recorded by over 2,000 different people. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, there you go. Thanks, uh, of course, to our friends at Snopes.com mm-hmm. for our, this uh, fascinating musical history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, big show tonight. It's episode 131. I'm Doug DeLong. And I'm Jun Kogura. And once again, people find themselves listening for no apparent reason to True. Planet Japan. Yep. Yeah. Now, tonight's a big night because uh, we have big news. Uh-huh. And uh, we're going to fill everybody in on exactly what's happening at Planet Japan. Right. Now, word has leaked out. <laughs> I believe yeah. Amy put it on her blog uh-huh. before I had a chance to let people know about it. Oh. So some people are aware of it. And uh, yep. the protesters have been walking back and forth in front of my building. Is that right? In front of the Planet Japan studios. Oh, that's too bad. All day, protesting. Mm. Yeah. Protesting the fact that Amy Mu Chavez, uh, everybody's favorite cow aficionado, <laughs> has decided to uh, retire. Retire. From Planet Japan. Because she's a busy girl. Yeah, she is. She's one of these people, unlike myself, who actually, you know, has a life. <laughs> Are you saying you don't have a life? Well, no, I'm not saying that exactly, but yeah. Oh. Yeah. All right. Anyway, uh, Amy's got a lot going on, uh, mm. particularly uh, a lot more writing uh, gigs these days. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, reluctantly, she has decided to take her leave, mm-hmm. as it were. Now, she hasn't been on the show since uh, December. Is that you've been that uh, long? I, actually, yeah. Wow. You, you've been substituting for her since then. Wow. Yeah. She recently has uh, made this decision. And mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm hoping that she'll come back occasionally and do a little, uh, you know, a yeah, guest as guest a guest spot. co-host. Yeah. A guest co-host. Like I did. Like you did. Yeah. yeah there you go. Yeah. Anyway, we uh, wish the best to our friend Amy. Mm-hmm. And I think it's only appropriate that we give her one final moo. <laughs> you From ready? you? From both of us together. Oh, my goodness. I know. I'm not a big moo. I know. But <laughs> in honor of Amy, I think we, we probably should. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Okay. Moo. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. <laughs> that was good. Oh, thank you very much. I enjoyed it. Oh, uh, good. Yeah. What all this means is that uh, tonight we are going to introduce our vast audience uh-huh. to our brand new permanent co-host. Permanent. By the name of... Jen Biggers. Yay! The internationally renowned Jen Biggers. How you doing? I'm fine. So, Jen, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I'm American, and I'm from Texas, and I've been living in Japan for about 10 years. I like music a lot, and I've been studying the Japanese shakuhachi flute for about 10 years. Now, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but I've heard that the Japanese word shakuhachi is also a slang for blowjob. It is, yes, (laughs) and... uh, Yes, thanks for bringing that up because well, I know, don't I, I don't hear that enough. Try to educate people on our show. And now, here's what I find very interesting, and maybe our audience will also find it interesting, is the mm. fact that mm. you have a Japanese boyfriend. Is that really all that interesting? 
I live in Japan. Uh-huh. I've been living in Japan for quite a number of years. So yeah. just mean, you know, statistically speaking, that ah. I would probably end up with a Perhaps. Japanese boyfriend. I suspect. Here, here's what I think people want to know. Oh, what do you want? Having to experienced both, oh, how yes. would you compare American men to Japanese men? Because you know, I've had so many boyfriends. I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. So I would really be a, an expert <laughs> on <laughs> men in uh-huh. general. I think that the biggest difference would be dating styles and not necessarily the men themselves. Okay. Yeah. So American guys are a little bit more laid back and they're more into, well, at least sort of the modern guys, more into like going Dutch, you know, Mm -hmm. paying for each other. And Japanese dating is a little bit more traditional where, you know, we're going out for a meal. And then we will go to the movies. <laughs> and the guys will generally pay for everything. You're saying American, American guys don't pay for everything on the first date? Uh, that's been my experience. Really? Yeah. But well, I wish I would have known yours. that. <laughs> Somebody should have told me that. I could have saved a lot of money. <laughs> well, that seems to be the trend, at least, with really? the young people nowadays. Just keep it very casual. No one wants to commit anything. We're uh-huh. not really dating, dating. We're just uh-huh. going out kind of. Yeah. yeah. We're just going out and having sex. Y- yes. Yeah. Yes. Very casual sex. We're hooking up. Yeah. We're hooking up yeah. pretty much. Yeah. So uh, do you see marriage in your future? Well, I probably should not talk about that right now, but maybe <laughs> in maybe in a couple of weeks okay. I can have, a, have an answer for oh, it. Oh, you might have some news for us yes, in a couple of weeks. Yes, I might have some big news. This is a good good way to get people to come back, and you know, it's like a cliffhanger. Yeah, it's a cliffhanger. Will she yeah. get married or not? Yeah. yeah. Wish me luck. Welcome to the Planet of Japan. Well, thank you very much. And we will uh, talk to you a little bit later. Tonight, however, we have to say so long to Junko. Junko is uh, leaving us at least uh, for a while, but Junko will be back when yeah. uh, we have an emergency. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, when Jen, uh, you know, is so hungover that she yeah, yeah. she can't drag her ass into the or studio. she can't talk. So um, it's a momentous night. And to celebrate it, we're, we're going to make it perhaps the best show of all that we've ever had. Oh, okay. In our entire history. Yeah, Which is try. almost three years. Three years. We've of... been doing the show nearly three years now. Wow. It's amazing. Yeah. It is amazing. We're going to start off by talking about the, uh, the Manor Cops. Have you heard about these people? Mm-mm. No. It's in uh, Yokohama there on the subway system. It's starting, mm. I believe, uh, on the 30th, tomorrow. Oh, yeah. okay. Now, uh, what these are are 11 uh, really old guys and, and women. 11. In their 70s and 80s. They're going to get on the subway system, and they're going to patrol and look for people, especially young people, because they are the most dangerous mm. and the most obnoxious. They just have no idea about you know etiquette and manners on a train. So they're going to walk around and they're going to they're going to get in people's faces and they're going to tell them off. Wow. Get your feet off the chair, that kind of stuff. Wow. What do you think? Good idea? Brave. Very brave. That's why security guards will accompany them. Oh, is that right? <laughs> at all times. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck. Just in case they, you know, they try to punch them in the face. Uh-huh. Which is likely, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. So uh-huh. <laughs> they they're going to make a whopping 500 yen an hour. That's it? Yeah, it's not very much. So anyway, uh, things like that and things like talking on your cell phone, yeah, bad manners. Right. They're not going to let you get away with that. But uh, apparently they're not even going to let you send email on your cell phone. Now, that hmm. seems odd. Mm-hmm. Well, if, if this uh, manner police system is successful in Yokohama, I mm. suspect it may spread around the nation. I hope so. And soon everyone will have these old geezers going up and down the aisle 
making sure that you're being the perfect gentleman or perfect lady. Coming soon to a train near you, the Manners Police. Uh, Junko, I'm going to start a brand new segment this week. It's uh, something that I've been giving a lot of thought because I think it's important. What I'm going to do is I'm going to try each week to come up with a quote that kind of jumps out at me. Mm -hmm. A quote from the news, probably. Okay. Something somebody has said Uh that uh, maybe will generate conversation. I can't wait to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Our very first quote of the week is, well, the last time I looked, a nipple was not a dangerous weapon. Right on! What do you think? Who said that? The famous lawyer, Gloria Allred, was quoted as saying, as far as I know, a nipple is not a dangerous weapon. She's a lawyer, and uh, she likes to sue people. Uh. And so her client is suing the uh, the government uh, agency involved in the airport security. Oh, okay. Because a woman apparently uh, tried to go through the security and got beeped. They discovered that she was wearing a, a nipple ring. Oh, I see. Yeah. And they forced her to remove it, which uh, required her to use a pair of pliers and uh, endure a lot of snickering on the part of male uh, employees. Oh, no. So she was uh, rather embarrassed. Yeah, she must have been. She was suing the agency. I see. Well, good luck. Oh, yeah, gambate. (laughs) (laughs) Now, Gloria Allred uh, obviously never saw the uh, Austin Powers movie Hmm. with the machine gun nipples. (laughs) Yeah. Now, so obviously nipples can be a dangerous weapon. Yeah, it yeah. can be. I, uh, you have to watch out for those. Sure. Sure. Yeah. That's our very first quote of the week. Woo-hoo. Gloria Allred. Now, Akita Hallelujah is uh, back in the news again. Uh, would you like to tell our listeners who this gentleman is? I didn't know until today. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> he he was a, a professional boxer, and then he was a how how did you? A human punching bag. Ah, so so so, yeah, a human <laughs> punching bag. Yeah. He would you know have people punch him for one thousand yen a minute. Uh huh. And he did, men. This, he did this for eight years. For eight years. Was it cheaper for women? Yeah, 500 yen. Well, there you go. That's a bargain, really. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> but he's retired. He is? Yeah, he is no longer a human punching bag. No. Now, he has started a uh, theater troupe, a theater company. Mm. He has become an actor. Oh. Yeah. Good for him. Is he, he said, good? Is he a good actor? Mm. Uh, probably not. Mm. No, because he's got all that brain damage. Oh. Yeah. He's got he's got brain damage so he can't remember things. If you're an actor, you normally have to remember your lines, right? Yeah. It's going to be hard I think for him. But gambate. Mhm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah, he he made quite a name for himself. Became uh, famous all around the world as the human punching bag. Yeah. Thought that would be a good way to make a living. Wow. By the way, his name does come from the English word hallelujah. Uh-huh. He thought that would be uh a good idea. Yeah. Because uh, in Japanese, hallelujah is... <laughs> get swollen. Means to get swollen, yeah. <laughs> there you go. As uh, in his face. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Huh. So good luck to hallelujah-san uh-huh. in his new endeavors. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
So, Jen, I wanted to talk to you, because you are an English teacher, about this new English school over there in Akihabara. Okay, a new yeah. English school. It's a new English school, and it's in the center there of the otaku district. Right. Yeah, all, the, all the geeks, yeah. uh, all the fun people into the anime and the cosplay, where everybody puts on a, a fun costume. It's like Halloween every day. Maybe not. That's excellent. That's excellent. I'm actually excited about this new English school. The English school is called Cosplish. Cosplish? Costume in English. It's an English school that uh, where uh, where the teachers dress up in in like anime costumes. Yeah. What yeah. do you think? Good idea? Sure. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> likes costumes. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. It's wonderful. Yeah. I can just see uh, foreigners flocking to this school, begging to be able to to wear a, a costume. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the uh, the guy that started the school, Akihiro Suzuki, mm. thought at first that he would uh, have the teachers, the women teachers, the women foreign teachers, dress up as maids because everybody loves a hot French maid. Except for maybe the foreign <laughs> women who are <laughs> forced to wear it. I can imagine that idea didn't go over very well. I suspect you're right. Yeah. 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 But, you know, the maid cafes, which this guy had had uh, done before. He had uh, some uh, maid cafes there in the in the area. Mm-hmm. But uh, he, he just thought he'd kind of transition into an English school. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he eventually decided that uh, that was too narrow of a focus and that he should broaden out and uh, expand the, the menu of available costumes. It'll be interesting to see uh, how this goes over. Yes, now, it'll uh, be very interesting. Like, who are your customers? Well, it's for adults only at the moment. He's thinking that uh, in the future that he'll offer some kids' classes, and he says, if I do that, I'm going to make the teachers get dressed up in Pikachu suits. Oh, that's awesome. That's excellent. There you go. Yeah, so all you teachers out there who've, who've just been waiting for an opportunity to put on that Pikachu suit you got in the closet. Or maybe you've, you've maybe lost your job. Maybe Indeed. you can go if you on used over to there. work at Nova. That's right. Yeah. Maybe you can <laughs> go over to Akihabara and get yourself a brand spanking new job. Maybe that's why Nova went under is because the teachers didn't dress up in uh, anime costumes. Anime costumes. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he, he may be onto something in the sense that uh, so many of the English schools out there these days are kind of cookie-cutter English schools. Yeah. You know, if you can find uh, an angle, kind of something a to... A niche market. A niche market. And he's got the to, otaku kids exactly, out there. Yeah. Something to differentiate yourself from all the other schools, you might uh, have success. Another reason to come to Japan and check things out. Indeed. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So good luck to our cosplish English school in Akihabara. So, Junko, that's a nice shirt you have there. Thank you. If I was to take a knife and stab you, would that shirt provide you any protection at all? Nope. Probably not. <laughs> nope. But now, happy news. There's a company in Osaka named Nihon Yuni who has developed a brand new T-shirt. Have you seen this? Nope. It's stab-proof. Stab-proof. It's a T-shirt that people can't stab through. Oh. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's exciting. It is exciting uh, because uh, when I get up in the morning, that's what I'm thinking. What? You know, what if somebody was going to stab me today? I better put on my (laughs) stab-proof (laughs) T-shirt. Now, apparently, I I guess I wasn't aware of this, but apparently uh, there have been a lot of convenience store... Robbery? Uh, stabbings. Stabbings? Where the clerks have been stabbed. Really? Well, yeah, they say the uh, the T-shirts are tough but extremely lightweight and machine washable. Hmm. What's there it made of? It's made of paper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not true. Oh. That's an excellent question. Uh, they are made from ultra-high molecular weight polyethylene fiber. There you go. 
Now, I don't know if this is like completely 100% stab proof. Maybe not. And I'd hate to be the person who would have to actually test these shirts out. No. To make sure they work okay. <laughs> uh, they're they're kind of pricey. Is it? Yeah, they start at 190 for a short sleeve and uh, $220 for a, a long sleeve. Wow. So you can save a little money, but then you got to expose your arm. You have to calculate, am I likely to get you know stabbed in my lower arm or my upper arm? Is your neck protected? Well, uh, good question. Yeah, maybe they should have like a turtleneck yeah. T-shirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking uh, the next step is obviously the uh, stab-proof underwear. <laughs> you know, you got to protect the most important parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, they go on sale in, in June. In June. In oh, Japan. it's not on sale yet. Not yet, but coming soon. Okay. Yeah, to a store near you. The Stab Proof T-shirt. Okay. <laughs> Let me know what you think. Well, I'm... I, you have I, to buy one. I'm going to have to pass on it. Oh. Yeah. I just don't anticipate being stabbed anytime soon. No, I hope not. Although you never know. You never know. Exactly. So, uh, Junko, you a big Egg McMuffin fan? No, I'm not. Have you ever had one? Mm, maybe one or two times. Really? Do you yeah. know what it is? Yeah. Can you describe? It's a muffin um, sold at McDonald's. That's right. Yeah, with What's, eggs in it. That's right. Yeah. What's it, What else is there besides egg? I don't know. I've no. stumped Junko. <laughs> <laughs> What's in it? It's egg and Canadian bacon okay. and um, cheese. Cheese. Okay. Cheese. Ah, I yeah. love cheese. Now, um, they've been popular since the uh, 70s when they were introduced to the market by a gentleman by the name of uh, Herb Peterson, Hmm. who sadly uh, recently died. Oh, that's too bad. Oh, it's very sad. Yeah. 89 years old. So I'm thinking, uh, you know, all this time I've been thinking that the Egg McMuffin, not necessarily that healthy. And yet, he's 89, and he probably ate them every day. You think? So uh, I think it actually uh, will make you live longer. Maybe. Yeah. But he does hold a... uh, special place in the hearts of people around the world mm-hmm. who, uh, thanks to him, are now able to have unhealthy food any time of the day. <laughs> unhealthy not, food. Not just in the <laughs> afternoon. <laughs> That's true. The yeah. Egg McMuffin. Uh-huh. Yeah. Herb Peterson. Herb Peterson. Yeah. Goodbye. Thanks for the McMuffins. <laughs> Ba-da-da-da-da-da. <laughs> okay. Well, I think it's almost time to go, but uh, before we go, of course, we have to do the Dick of the Week. Our, our Dick of the Week uh, is not a lap dancer, but uh, has to do with having received a lap dance. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's, uh, he's suing the club where he received a lap dance. <laughs> Only in America. In America. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I guess what happened here is uh, this gentleman by the name of Stephen Chang, if indeed that is his real name, you know, when you go to when you go to a club where you get a lab dance, you might want to change your name. That's what I'm thinking. Or maybe change your nationality. Perhaps. Yeah. Perhaps. Maybe he's not a Chang at all. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's a Lee. Anyway, he went to this club called the Hot Lap Dance Club. Now that's a good name for a club. Yeah, that's it tells you super creative. Tells you yeah. exactly what you're going to get. Exactly. Product marketing. <laughs> So he goes to this club, and he, he's, he's getting his lap dance, and he's a happy boy, you know, as, as you are when you get a lap dance. And uh, all of a sudden, this very uh, flexible, apparently, uh, lap dancer swung her leg around and poked him in his eye with her high heel. Ah! Ah, no, no! You know that's got to hurt. Exactly. I'm still having problems imagining what this looks like, you know? How is that possible? <laughs> well, she's obviously limber. 
<laughs> yeah, limber. Yeah. Or maybe, I don't know, maybe it was one of those special lap dances where uh, the customer requests a little pain, a little, you know, S&M lap dance. <laughs> Didn't think about that. Could have been that. Yeah. Yeah, but he claims that's not the case. Uh, well, I guess so. And he's so, suing. Uh, he's suing the club. Yeah. But, you know, come on. You got to be a dick if you're going to sue a, a lap dance club for, for a, a lap dance that uh, happened to go a little awry. <laughs> yeah, I doubt she was, you know, intending to injure him. No, probably yeah. not. No. Yeah. Although maybe. Well, that's true. Maybe, maybe he maybe. said something rude. Or that's true. Then, dread, then, uh, you know. then he still would be dick of the week. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, thanks to this guy, before you know it, everybody's going to have to be, you know, signing liability waivers before they get their lap dance. That's not good. <sighs> Asshole. Yeah, exactly. That's just too much, you know, too much trouble. You know, lap dancing is uh, it's more of a free-spirited kind of thing. Yeah, it just takes one to spoil all the fun. Exactly. Yeah. That's my point. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, he, he's our Dick of the Week. Stephen Chang, congratulations. All right. Yeah. Well, you know what? Uh, I think that's just about it for this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's uh, time to say goodbye to Junko. And it's time to say hello to our brand new co-host, Jen Biggers. She'll be back next time. Mm-hmm. Um, before we go, we uh, want to say that this is the very last chance that people are going to have an opportunity to donate their hard-earned money to Planet Japan because we have to cough up our yearly uh, hosting fees. We're not exactly begging. We're more like you know pleading with people <laughs> to, <laughs> to send us their money. I want to say thank you to those people who have, in the last couple of weeks, been very generous in their, in their donations. And if you go to planetjapan.org, you will see the donate button there. And you know what? The thing is, after you donate to Planet Japan, you just feel good for the for the whole rest of the week. Will I? Well, yeah, anybody will. Okay. Yeah. It, it just it, it's better than, you know, getting high. Hmm. You're high on Planet Japan. You're high on the, on your own generosity. I see. <laughs> that makes sense. Uh, of course it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, thanks in advance to our loyal listeners. We don't want people to forget to check out our sponsors, com. Oh, there's all kinds of fun stuff going on over there. Yeah. Yeah. We've got a direct link right there on the website. If people want to send us a message at uh, planetjapan07 at gmail.com, we would be happy, more than happy to hear from people. Got an email yesterday from Mozambique from a listener. Wow. Africa. Our very first African listener Wow. email. Wow, wow, that's nice. So maybe we have a much larger African audience than I had uh, had considered. Mm-hmm. That's exciting. Yeah, it is. Mozambique. He really likes you, by the way, Junko. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> and we'll close the show tonight by paying a final tribute to our friend Amy with a song by a French band called Kick in the Can and a song called Cows Are Us. And, of course, it's courtesy of the Podsafe Music Network at music.podshow.com. Well, that's about it, uh, boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, men and women of all persuasion. Uh, thanks for listening. We will be back here in a couple of weeks. Take care. Bye-bye. Bye. Shows up.
Cause I rust.